Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Monday and welcome to yet another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host Andy Goldstein. I say yet another, obviously it's the first one of a brand new week. And we start the podcast with Darren Bent's Boot Room. Of course, the show that's not in a boot room um, or a studio. Actually, so it should be called Darren Bent's In a Studio. But uh, apparently the powers of B didn't like that one. Anyway, he was alongside his old teammate Darren Ambrose and Alex Crook. Looking back at Liverpool's victory over Chelsea in the Premier League. And you'll hear from Blues boss Frank Lampard on another error from Kepa the Keeper. Nil Liverpool 2 and the assist goes to anyone who has him in his fancy team to Kepa it's one of the all time Premier League goalkeeping howlers from Kepa and he's got a few on his CV it's Chelsea nil Liverpool 2 football is always a state of mind doesn't matter the player football will always be a state of mind and if you if you drop in confidence you have to work there's only one way I know to get confidence back it's to feel support which you'll feel here but it's also to work and work and work to, to correct those kind of things but they happen this is, this is football so you know that was something important in the game today. Alex, what do you think, Kepa? Another mistake? What, what's going to happen? Well, it gets the stage where you feel sorry for him, doesn't it? Because he's making errors now, game after game. Clearly, there's no confidence left at all. Um, they are signing Edouard Mendy, aren't they, from Wren? That deal is going to go through probably in the next 48 hours, and you would imagine that he will start their next Premier League game. Here's a red card for Andreas Christensen. It had to be, I think, uh, really, and the referee finally has got it right. Just not sure I didn't get it right straight away. It's a tight game. They, they probably have more possession we had good chances, a couple of good chances and moments where you felt that we could really build on. It's an early to early for us, as I keep saying. Um, but our defending was great. We didn't allow the big balls in behind until the red card. We didn't allow 1v1s with Salah and Mane and the qualities they have in their team. And we looked a threat. I just wanted us to be better on the ball. I think with 11 in the second half, if we'd have stepped up in terms of how we played, showed a little bit more character on the ball as a team. But that will come. That will come. Today, circumstances went against us in pretty much all terms. That one always happens. I'm not sure you can learn much about Chelsea from today. I would say you can learn more about Chelsea from the game I was at at the Amex Stadium on Monday night when actually the scoreline flattered Frank Lampard's side. And like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, there are Chelsea fans who are questioning whether Frank Lampard has the technical know-how 
to really kick on and, and try and challenge the likes of Liverpool and Manchester City. They've got great players going forward, we know that, but defensively they're a team who are going to give you chances. And I expected Liverpool to win today because their game management is better and I think that's a skill that Lampard needs to learn pretty quickly. I'm completely happy. I'm, I, I don't expect us now to be at, at our top level. Why should I? I know, I, I'm the whole week with the boys. I'm in a situation, I know what we do, what happens, blah, 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 what we plan and what works out and what, what, what not. So, yes, I'm completely fine. This is the early start of the season. We all need results, we need results, we had to and we know we are not perfect. So, we will just carry on. And staying on Sunday, there was live exclusive commentary of Spurs spanking Southampton on TalkSport. And you'll hear from Ralph Hassenhuntel in a minute, as well as the special one, Jose Mourinho. But first, your commentary team was Clive Tilsley and Mick McCarthy. So this is how it sounded if you could be bothered to tune in and listen live. Devastating counter-attacking play from Tottenham Hotspur. And Son is running up a cricket score of his own. Southampton 1, Son Young-Min 4. Well, I said he'd get more chances. Whether he gets more goals or not, I wasn't sure. But this, if he keeps getting service like this from Harry Kane, the first ball in here, the ball into Son is just outstanding. When I say for me, Harry Kane, man of the match, I, I don't want to say Son is not the man of the match because he don't score four goals every day. For me, this concept of the team... The team man, the man that changed a little bit his, his role to, to allow other colleagues to be in favourable positions to, to hurt and to kill the game. For me, Harry was phenomenal. And it's forced in by Harry Kane. Lamella had a shot from the angle. McCarthy managed to turn it against the post. And Harry Kane makes it five for Tottenham Hotspur. Very frustrating because I thought we are a little bit smarter in that moment because you cannot play like this. We even played on offside when we had to throw in against us. It's not possible. So definitely not the most disciplined performance we have shown so far. And no sign of Deli Ali in the side today. Are you able to give us any update if, he, if he's still part of your plans going forward? Is Deli plus other eight guys they stayed behind the squad is too many players in this moment we have too many players in the squad I had on the bench Bergwin Los Celso Sissoko Lamela I cannot have also Dele to have Dele I need to, to leave somebody else behind that's the situation in this moment so what does he need to do to get back into your side he will play Tuesday he need to show how good he is and speaking of Deli Alley, we can head over to the gang on the Trans Europe Express with Danny Kelly. That's not the Deli Alley link. Andy Brassel was alongside. They were discussing a potential move to France for the England player. Alley against Pope, and it's 1 1. And right at the start of the second half, Spurs have a way back into this game. Deli Alley celebrates in front of those Spurs supporters. I'm very sad to see that. Uh... You know, he has, he's, he's guaranteed his place in a Carabao Cup tie against Orient. And then after that, we'll see what happens. Um, and yet the quality of clubs that are looking at him, if he isn't going to stay at Spurs, into Milan, Paris Saint-Germain tells me that there's a good footballer in there. Well, I think that's clear, but neither of those clubs or neither of the current incarn- on-pitch incarnation of those clubs feels like a particularly good fit to me because I think Inter are absolutely swimming in midfield players. Arturo Vidal, who is a very different midfield player, let's not kid ourselves, yeah. has just arrived in, mm. in Milan tonight to, to, to sign for Inter. Um, so it's, it's clear that they're supplementing the youth that they've got with Barella and Sensi with experience as, as, as well. Um, and then you look at Paris Saint-Germain and you know they're a very top heavy team as things stand at the moment does that mean they can give Delhi the liberty that he needs I, I think no I wonder if he was going to move to Paris Saint-Germain it would be in a, a slightly deeper role which again I think is something that he can carry off I don't think 
you should be letting 24-year-old players who are proven Premier League players leave Premier League rosters. They're not so easy to find lying around on the ground. Mm. Um, and people say to me, oh, it's up to Mourinho to make him great now. Actually, I think a lot of this is up to Delhi as well. Um, you know, he, he talks a good fight in the, in the documentaries and all the rest of it, but there's a part of him that clearly hasn't yet worked out how to be, in the last two years, the top, top professional footballers that he's seen around him, both in opposition and some of them at Spurs as well. Now on Saturday, or game day as we know it, Everton absolutely tonked West Brom 5-2. But despite that win for the Toppies, it was referee Mike Dean who made all the headlines, having sent off baggies Kieran Gibbs and manager Slaven Bilic. In a minute you'll hear from the former Aston Villa striker Gabby Agbonlahor on the Sports Bar Weekender. Nothing to do, of course, with my show Andy Goldstein Sports Bar Monday to Thursday. I distanced myself from this show. But first we can hear Slaven Bilic. gesticulation, yeah. fingers being pointed and words being expressed by Slaven Bilic and Mike Dean is telling him to go away and now the card is out again and Slaven Bilic has been sent off as well during the half-time interval. I want you to talk to him about, about those two situations. I think as a, as a manager, it's not during the game, half-time, it's ideal time. So he can, can give me his, his reasons, I can give him my view. I'm not a fan, I'm a manager. I have something to say to my players at the half time. I have to maybe criticize my player for that. At least I have to know what, what was he thinking. Mike Dean is the most arrogant fool you will ever see in not just referees, but in life itself. I've never met anyone like him. You can ask any Premier League, ex Premier League player that's played in a game with him as referees, the most arrogant person. You try and talk to him on the pitch, he'll say to get lost. He'll say, don't talk to me. He's the most arrogant person. And when I seen the West Brom manager trying to go over to speak to him, I felt his pain. He's frustrated at something that we don't know about and you want to talk to him, just speak to him like other refs do. Red card? What what, what, you, what you sending him off for? He didn't swear at you, he didn't say anything bad. What are you sending him off for? Is that arrogance from Mike Dean? And I think he needs, he, he needs looking at because... Have some respect for the managers. Have some respect for the players. I've never met anyone so arrogant in my life. And here's Everton's take on things with Seamus Coleman and manager Carlo Ancelotti both heaping praise on newbie James Rodriguez and, of course, the hat-trick hero Dominic Calvert-Lewin. So, effectively, each part of his name got a goal. James Rodriguez with the corner high into the penalty area and it's headed in for number five and it's a hat-trick for Dominic Calvert-Lewin, Everton's number nine, finishing like a number nine. He's a fantastic striker yet, of course he can improve because he's still young. Now compared to last season I think he's more focused in the box where a striker has to be ready when the opportunity comes. Yeah, he's been he's been fantastic the last I suppose the last eighteen months really he's really coming into his own. He's got an unbelievable work ethic, a very, very good attitude. Like for a young lad he's you know, I think he understands the the duty of playing for this football club and, and uh, he's grown as a person but also as a player and uh, I think he's been fantastic for us. James Rodriguez left footed oh. shot from James Rodriguez and one of the world's best players for so many years delivers his first Everton goal. I scored a goal, the first goal in Premier League for him, really pleased for him and uh, he played a good game, he's comfortable with the team. So it's a fantastic help for us, the fact that he's playing for us can help us to be a team with better quality. Staying with game day, 
Manchester United lost their opening game. I was there as well. Oh, my goodness. In the Premier League, a home to Palace 3-1. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, on the weekend breakfast show, Tony Cascarino had a theory on why Crystal Palace's Wilfred Zahar is playing so well right now and also what United could do to improve. Hmm. This will be interesting. Yeah, we were second best, but who knows what could have happened, would have happened if there was no penalty. Conclusion is not good enough. We have to improve quickly. We have to train hard, get them uh, players match fit, get them gelling together again, get the... uh, call it the mojo back again I think he got a lot wrong yesterday because he should have made changes a lot earlier I felt sorry for Daniel James who tried to didn't play didn't play well but kept trying to get the ball kept trying to run at people and yeah gave away the ball but he felt like he was one of a few that were trying to do something there was no urgency I'd gone to what I was watching Leeds in the early game and watching Man United at 5.30 and thinking maybe Man United need, do need something different not players maybe need Bielsa because I'm looking at I'm looking at Man United and think they do, they do exactly the opposite of what Leeds do. They don't they're not taking risks. That's not Man United. When Oli gets it right and he has got it right with a good few games, when United are good, they're offensive, attacking, and they they're dangerous for many many different parts of the team. Yesterday, I thought they were laboured, they were sloppy, and just never had anything that re- represents Manchester United. Zaha who squeezed the ball under David De Gea doubt about it now. Wilfred Zaha once from the spot and once after a wriggle and turn on the edge of the penalty area. Wilfred, you know, watching him perform and they had him there as a player once. Wilfred's playing like he really has to show the world before the transfer window ends how good he can be and maybe persuade someone to pay that extra bit, that extra charge on his fee to go and get him. I do wonder how Wilf will be after the window ends because Roy Hudson managed him brilliantly last year after the, his head had got turned. Wilf, he thought he was going to Everton. It didn't happen. He didn't start to get going again. And then once he did, Roy Hodgson has to take a lot of credit for that because handing players is difficult once they've had something that they, you know, they desire to leave and go and play. And Palace fans were accepting that, you know, maybe it is time for Wilf to go and take his chances arm again. And Leicester beat Burnley in the Premier League last night 4-2. So this was the take of both managers, Brendan Rodgers and Sean Dyche. Or as we know him, Sean Dyche. And Leicester are top of the table as the Premier League continues to rain goals at the start of the season. Leicester 4, Burnley 2. Yeah, it was a very good performance. Um, Burnley, a very, very difficult team to play against. You know, they, they get it forward. They put great quality into the final third and and the, the crossing ability is very good so, uh, so like you say we went one behind early um, but the team showed a, a wonderful mentality and, and our, our football ideas to attack the game and, uh, and we've seen that throughout the game so I thought we were very good going forward uh, had to be resilient defend well and uh, yeah we, uh, we got a very good three points um, It's a good place a tough place to come here you know they're a good side and there's no disappointments from me I thought we gave a good performance we, we put our performance that we thought could win uh, we created chances, which is not easy when you're away at these places, but I thought we could create golden chances, probably, arguably, strangely, as good, if not better, than some of theirs. Um, we didn't take them on the day. So, uh, no, a lot of positives from our group. Back now to the weekend breakfast show. This is big Tony Cascarino on Liverpool's new signings, Thiago Alcantara and Diogo Jota from Wolverhampton Wanderers. 
He's a really good player. You play for Bayern Munich, you're a top quality player. It's quite interesting, Natalie, because it was a period during the season he got left out. They lost lost 5-1 to Eintracht Frankfurt. And then he was found himself out of the team. Got back in via the Champions League. By the end of the season, he played a lot of football. They'd been brilliant. I'm a little bit sad because I like Van Aldrum. I think he's a top player. And I, yeah. I think he, obviously, we pretty much know that he's going to be leaving the football club, uh, which is a blow. But, um, yeah, a very, very fine... It reminds me of Ronnie Whelan, who played for Liverpool many moons ago. Ronnie could keep the ball for fun. Thiago mm-hmm, can mm-hmm. do that. And, you know, one and two-touch footballer does it brilliantly. To pick out Diego Yota inside the penalty area, and it's an explosive finish, left-footed. Now, if you look at him, the numbers are great um, and very effective, very quick, can come off that left side. He reminds me a bit of that Salah player. You you, you see chances all the time with him. Um but I, I've said, and I said this before the season started, I'd love to see someone come in and be a, give them some competition yeah. to Mane, Salah and Firmino. And I think he will do that, certainly to the two wide boys. Now, Man City get their season underway tonight when they face Wolverhampton Wanderers at Molyneux. Ahead of the game, TalkSport's Don McGuinness spoke with the new City centre-back, Nathan Aki, who, of course, signed for the club from Bournemouth. The defender played for Chelsea until 2017 and he was asked if his experience there will help him when playing for Manchester City. Every game you're going to have to win. I think that's what the expectations are. As you said, I think that that, that helped. I think the expectations also from the national team is, is similar. Um, you're expected to win. So I think that, that helps for sure. And the manager clearly highly rates you. Do, you. do you feel that you're going to get a chance straight away? I mean, it, there's obviously the big squad. Defensive problems were there for all to see, really, last season and, and injuries. Do you feel that you, you have a fair crack at getting straight into the team, the first 11? I don't know. I'm actually not uh, thinking about that too much. I think the first week or so is, um, as I said, yeah, trying to train well, trying to get to know the team, learn the way... Um, the team plays and stuff and trying to fit in straight away and I think that's that's the first uh, objective for me and um, yeah after that uh, I will see how it goes really and Kevin De Bruyne has helped you settle into Manchester life but what's it going to be like playing with him again he's the PFA player of the year his form and again obviously you knew him at Chelsea where it didn't work out for him there you could say that it didn't quite pan out the way you probably would have thought when you were a young man at Chelsea but now when you look at him it's incredible, really, the rise of his star now, isn't it? Yeah, no, for sure. After he left, I think he went to Germany, he done so well there. But I think over the the last few years, especially, he's, he's made such a progress, I think, also under this manager, doing really well. And he's a he's a top, top player and also uh, a top guy. I think he's very nice. And I think that's that's also a plus for me that, uh, that I can speak to him and, and, and yeah, being able to, yeah, to speak to him about everything. But yeah, that's what I'm hoping to do as well. Gain that experience and learning from from this manager and yeah, trying to become a better player. And we finished with Alan Brazil ranting on The Breakfast Show about fruit pastels, as you do. The treat is being relaunched with the words, now vegan friendly, prominently placed on packs. So what you, is you wrong f- with these people? Are you why, a fruit pastel man now? Yes. Oh. I will not Be- be now. What, 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 I what would be you like better? Would you, what would you like better? Fruit pastels or baby bells? Uh, fruit pastels. <laughs> fruit pastels, right. right. You've fruit had four bar. baby bells this morning. Well, it was a long day yesterday, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, I had to meet and I've never seen so many, so many baby bells. <laughs> I've had two, actually. Two. How many two? I've had two. Well, Going well, back to what we're talking about, if they don't like it, don't eat it. What's wrong with it? 
That's it for another podcast. You think I'm back, of course, tonight at 10 p.m. alongside old Moonface himself, the fun boy, Jason Cundy, on Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar. There will obviously be another one of these Andy Goldstein's Talks with Daily Podcast first thing out tomorrow morning. So until then, have a great day. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. The Talk Sport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.